Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of Counterculture Catch-Up, where we recap our weekly discussion. Our goal is to motivate the church to influence the culture around us with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. To my left is our Baconian pastor, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> uh, I like that Yes, one. that's actually a thing. <clears throat> nice. If you follow like the Baconian method, yeah. you're following Francis Bacon's scientific cool. method and if i like bacon yeah well of course yeah, yeah. Uh, which i do yeah yeah we have a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of food today don't we jane yes yeah oh, that for a segue yeah that was perfect i like that um we actually have a sponsor Woo! she's she's un- unknowingly sponsored counterculture for for a while <laughs> and we were like yeah. yeah we gotta we gotta really we gotta sell her business um to to all the the views for the people out there and Bulgaria. Yes. Um, but uh, it was Bulgaria, wasn't it? Sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. But um, they love baking in Bulgaria. You could, as you could see, hopefully you can see this. We have these wonderful cupcakes yes. that uh, Lucy, uh, Lucinda Lynch mm-hmm. has made. She has a company called Born Again Baking. And we're going to put that up. Yep. You on, can see it. Yeah. Uh, we'll put it'll it up be on, on the, the screen uh, right yeah. now. Oh, and awesome. uh, uh, underneath in the show notes, you can get the website. Uh, you can, there's a link right there to it, or you can just go to bornagainbaking.com. Yep. And, uh, yeah, please, uh, we'd really encourage you to, to order some stuff from her. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully next time, well, we might have a special yeah, guest. that would be awesome. Which yeah. would be great, and she may be, me, be sitting in with us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that would be really cool. Yeah, so. she's got everything from, um, from savory things like bagels and um, donuts and cookies and um she makes cakes and pies she can cater for um your uh special event or anything like that all like homegrown stuff really excellent really good stuff yeah so uh so definitely reach out Mm bornagainbaking.com uh reach out to lucy all right cool awesome awesome yeah so what do we got tonight all right well uh we are continuing with uh francis schaefer's um, not Francis Bacon, but Francis Schaeffer's How Should We Then Live? So we're on chapter six uh, today, which is the scientific age. So coming out of the revolutionary age and now into an age of science and the great advancements in technology, really, that came uh, after that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this is such a great thing, too. It's it's something that that I really like. I, I love science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though you're a Christian, even though I'm a Christian, I still like science. <laughs> and so so this this kind of um, can kind of build into a lot of the stuff that we talk about throughout the year with counterculture, talking about evolution um, like we did. Like what our first podcast was yeah. a scientific podcast. True, yep. Right. And it was. Uh, ast- yeah, it was the age of the universe. Yeah. So. It, it, so all of that stuff is great for mm-hmm. us to look at. While you're so, talking, I'm going yeah, to in, dig enjoy, in Yeah, enjoy your cupcake. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is, so you, it, during this, this episode, Francis Schaeffer brings in the, the, um, the early scientists, you know, with a, that had a Christian foundation mm-hmm. and how that Christian foundation really came to, to, uh, to build their, 
the, the framework for them to be scientists. It kind of was the thing that was the, that, that kind of motivated them. Right. Because of their understanding that man is special mm-hmm. in a sense, but not that, they're, that man is special by themselves, mm-hmm. but they're special because they're a creation of God and they are they're special in his creation because they're made in his image but also that creation is is special and it's and it's good to look at you know and to study mm-hmm. because it's created by God and that's that baconian kind of viewpoint <laughs> you know that you can you can know God in his word and you can know God in his creation right. you know so so that's a that's the that Christian influence. Yeah. That's the foundation that they came off of. Um, Sir Isaac Newton, yep. Francis Bacon, you know, these guys. Pascal. Uh, Pascal you know, so they, uh, they built their, their desire to look into the scientific things, look into creation, yeah. was, um, was built off of the foundation of their Christian beliefs. Right. You know, and their understanding of who we are and who God is. Yeah. Yeah, because everything had a everything has a reason under God's creation, right. and so it's not you know meaningless things that are out there, but it's because God must have made this for a reason. Yeah. So let's go and find out what it is. Yeah, you know? the why. We'll get the into why, that exactly. a little bit later. Yeah, but um, yeah. it was interesting too because uh, he brought up what Galileo and Copernicus uh-huh. works and how the like a lot of people are on the understanding that <clears throat> the church had come against them. Because mm-hmm. that what they were saying was unbiblical, that really wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. It's that the church had had, and we had looked at this back in what the Renaissance, I think it was, where the influence of uh, actually it was before the Renaissance, maybe in, uh, the Middle Ages. <clears throat> what you talking about first? Yeah, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot. But uh, uh, when was this? it? Was the um, uh, the Aristotelian kind yeah. of viewpoint that kind of crept into the church yeah. that came through um, Thomas Aquinas. Thomas Aquinas, <clears throat> right? Yeah. And that got built into the church where reason was had equal standing, right? And it actually wasn't falling, you right, know, right. but had equal standing with um, scripture. with scripture. Yeah. So, so, um, so at the time, that's where the church kind of was. It still had yeah. that influence from Aristotle. And that's what Aristotle believed that that the um, his his view of the universe was mm-hmm. that Earth is central, right? And so there, it's called geocentrism, and that was what the influence was. And when when Galileo, Copernicus brought their their findings and disagreed with that, that's what caused the problem with them mm-hmm. and the church, is that uh, it went against kind of the influence that was in the church hmm. because of Aristotle. You know, at least that's how I understood what he was saying. So it's, uh, as, it's just good to clear things up like that because you hear a lot of, like, myths, really, mm-hmm. that get pushed and pushed in the culture about these people, you know, that <clears throat> had done things in the past. And then you're like, when you find out what's real, it's like, yeah. well, okay, it wasn't like they were, you know, stringing them up yeah. because they were heretics. Right. They just disagreed with the with the that the influence that was in the church at the time. Yeah, well there's there's also a lot of tech, te- technology advancements yeah. that led them to come to believe that Aristotle right. was Aristotle, right? Yeah. Yeah, that he was wrong about that. Right. You know, so it's not like they were um, you know, why shouldn't we be able to look back and to see, oh, they didn't have what we have today. Sure. You know, I look at it a lot like um, Bible translations. 
you know, when you look at like the King James or New King James version, and it's like these are t definitely fine versions. But if we have older and better, more valuable manuscripts to work from, then they would be the first person to say, please use them, sure. because we want to get to the bottom of what the truth is, not just say, well, this is what we've always believed, so you can't go against it. Are you saying that? Are you saying that the King James version <laughs> isn't the only true version? Well, you know what I've heard is a good thing to do. The experts say. Oh, I got, I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing to the experts say. <laughs> I knew it was. Some, I thought it was trust the experts. Trust the experts. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> okay. okay. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and, and sometimes the experts say stuff that is not right and it should be able to. I think that still that goes back to the, the Reformation leanings of now it's okay for the common person to come up with an idea that challenges the status quo and sure. sometimes is correct. You know? Sure. And it's important to yeah. do that, really. Yeah. I had, no that idea that, that, um, I had no idea that, that Aristotelian um, thought had so much of an influence, you know, yeah, before this study, yeah. you know. Kind of, but it does make a lot of sense as to his thoughts about the reason, and um, yeah, that that would play such an influence in the church, and then also leading out of that into um, technology and how people were then able to kind of see that you know he wasn't right about everything. You sure. know? Um, so one thing definitely um, is about Bacon, Francis Bacon, and when, um, a thought that 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 he had um, was because he came from with biblical principles in his studying of science and um, the arts and things like that because especially people back then did not just do one thing they're always it's like he was an expert mathematician and he also was like a, he wrote poems you know he just did like everything which is really cool and what Bacon was able to find compatibility for was the belief in the sinfulness of man from scripture while still seeing the beauty in the natural order and things like that um, and so, um, and as scripture says that man has been given dominion over the, um, the animals and the um, plants and, and everything that, like man is the highest and the, the most special of all of God's creations. And that's straight from scripture. And I think that plays into uh, what we see in humanity too. And I'm sure we'll get into that later. But, um, you know, I think humans, whether they're Christians or non-Christians, have an inherent belief that there's something special about the human race that's different from killing, you know, a bug. Like if you step on an ant or something like that, uh, there's something different about us. And you brought up a great point, Jamie, about language and how, you know, people say, oh, well, monkeys communicate to each other too. And it's like, is it really the same as how humans can reason and have language with words that have meanings across cultures, you know? And, um, and how much of a degradation that is then when, when we see words in today's culture not have any meaning anymore. Sure. You know, the woman, man, you know, like <laughs> foundational uh, principles that um, we should like fight for, you know, because that, these are things that have been established by God. Sure. And we see that in God's word. He made them male and female, and those words have meanings sure. to them. And um, if we continually follow what the Bible is saying about that, we're going to see in our daily lives and also just in society how we're going to have a much better society when we um, when things are they stay objectively true, you know, and something that's found in the Bible is true and will always be true, uh, no matter what anybody says to kind of come against that. Sure. So and we've talked about that for weeks now, right. you know, about standing true to God's <clears throat> word. Right. And and along with that, the uh, the word being so important, our ability to speak. Not only is it in the words themselves, but 
the ability to have maybe a dissenting viewpoint. Right. That is so key to a free society yeah. that you can't have freedom without that. Yeah. You have no ability to... Um, to spread to, rational yeah, thinking. Because in, in speaking and in, in working out something is where, where thought happens. Yeah. It's where new ideas progress. come from. It's, it's the pro- exactly, it's progress. You cannot have that. You can't come to peace. You can't come to reconciliation. You can't, you, you, you can't do anything without the ability to speak. That's why it's so important to, to, to be aware of what's going on in the culture. I mean, part of what we do here it's called counterculture, yeah. you know, is to apply these things that we're learning. Like this was in the 70s, but the, the truths are the same. Oh, yeah. And so we can see the value of, of you know, um, what we're, having the ability to say, whether it's something you disagree with or not, but the ability to say those things yeah. is so important. But along with that, and this is unfortunate in the culture, and I think this has a lot to do with people and actually he refers to it where he was um uh in the at some point in the episode francis schaefer refers to people looking at the scientists and saying well they're the experts so we don't have to question them yeah so and and that's a a terrible thing in society we should always be able to 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 raise questions and to challenge ideas and to challenge thoughts. And that's what, that's really how we've gotten as a, as a yeah. society, how we've gotten to be where we are, mm-hmm. you know, that we're the, the freest and the, the um, you know, the m- most affluent, you know, it's like, this is because mm-hmm. of those things. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's super disturbing that this whole idea where people will, will question, well, you know, um, yeah, this this cancel culture kind of idea, mm-hmm. and they poo-poo it and all this stuff. It's like you don't realize how important it is to not do those things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't like something, fine. But to shut people's ability to have a conversation down mm-hmm. is so antithetical to the freedoms that we have in our country. Yeah. And we have to have that ability. The other aspect of that that comes along with shutting down the speech is shutting down the um, is the ability to rationally think through, logically right. think through a problem, yeah. you know, and you know because you were not able to talk through it. Right. Yeah. So it's like you learn how to think by speaking through it, by bringing up different things, and then you know because things are not as easy as yeah, not everything you know, is as black and white yeah, as just, people try to make it out to be. There's complexities. Yeah. yeah, especially like we talk about a lot, um, like playing on your emotions, you know, and um, especially in the media. And it's so easy to get conditioned by what people are saying that making um, a view or a person look extremely bad and it heightens your emotions. And then if you just take a step back and be like, is this actually true, though? Is this actually rational or Am I just feeding off of what somebody else is saying about this person or whatever? I think that um, goes into how we, like what the great privilege that we have as humans as being made in the image of God, like you brought up. Um, You know, we have the distinct ability to be able to um, rationally and logically think through things to better our situation. And that's why you don't see things in the animal kingdom bettering themselves. They're scratching out a living, you know. Um, And yet for us, we don't have to just scratch out a living you know um god has given us so much 
of a higher ability, uh, completely on a different plane than the animal kingdom, to be able to do these things. So we should not um, we should not go back to like animalistic tendencies, sure. um, but we should be able to you know, yeah. you know rationally and and um, respectfully you know engage in this discussion like you're talking about, and uh, then <clears throat> we'll be able to really have the society that God wants us to have, sure. and that benefits everybody really. Yeah, don't dumb down society. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be a dumbed down people. You know, we really yeah. want to be able to think through stuff. Like we yeah. said last week too, regarding like like reading a good book, something that challenges mm-hmm. you outside of your own comfort zone. What you're, you know, maybe it's a little beyond you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those things are good. Yeah. Um, so I thought um, that, uh, an interesting uh, point that was brought up. Um, was when Francis was talking about how um, it was the the Christians or the people with the biblical worldview, um, especially in the West, you know, in America, um, that have been able to really make these these technological advancements, and um, and I was thinking about people in other societies, especially in like Arab countries and in um, China or in the East, which um, and he brought up that they had um, like they were able to come up with some really impressive scientific discoveries but it wasn't able to it had like the potential but it never really was able to be fully realized you know um but um i had the just the the question of is that really because they weren't they don't believe in god at all because obviously in um islam like in the arab um, countries by and large is all um, the religion of islam where they do believe in god um in allah right um, and so they do still have like a higher purpose to live for, but um, is there something in that religion, you know, that makes it um, harder for them to be able to um, have the drive, like you were saying, you know, um, to have these t- these discoveries and things like that. Whereas you know, Christians, because standing on um, God's word, seeing the things that He's made, um, gives them the drive, you know, to um, for this discovery and things like that um so anyway i'll just pose that over uh to you um what about these other religions um do they not have the same type of drive you know yeah well this is a tough one because there's there's a lot of facets to it i think yeah but the and and i don't know if we really came to a 100 percent you know understanding of 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 that in the when we were talking about it earlier yeah but let's bring it up again there's definitely there's definitely there's definitely a reality to an understanding of of a like intimate relationship with god Mm -hmm. that that we're created in his image Mm -hmm. and he's our father and it's and it's a relationship and not a religion kind of thing. Yeah. I think that that has a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. um, because in Islam there's not that yeah, relational. I don't think so. I think it tends to be, I think it tends to be a lot more. Um, these are the rules, mm-hmm. kind of like that Old Testament okay. kind of, um, you know, follow the law, and that's what's going to make uh, God happy. So you're kind of so focused on that that it's like, why would we? Yeah, search for these other things in. Yeah, I I guess. Um, I was just trying to to get to his point. Yeah, you yeah. know, to see like why he was right um, saying that. You yeah, know? I'm not I'm not a hundred percent in that. Um, I thought I had a better 
uh, understanding about it mm -hmm. until we talked about it, you know? She always sounds good in your head. That's why. The experts. <laughs> I got it wrong again. <laughs> We're going to have to change that <laughs> mid-show. I said it <laughs> But, uh... That's why the experts. But, uh, the, what, what he did say was that they did, they did have a lot of, uh, they started out strong. Yeah. But they didn't continue in those advancements and pursuing the scientific things. Be, it, it's because they kind of became disinterested in them. Mm -hmm. And now we don't see that today, you know, and there's a lot of things, and we talked about that too, and all the different facets for like an atheist even today to right. be pursuing right. these things. Um, right, and they obviously have they here. obviously have drive and a passion sure. to explore the universe and things sure. like that. But but for whatever reason, it seemed that in in China and in in um, the Arab nations, the 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 pursuit of those things lost traction mm -hmm. and just declined. Mm -hmm. You know, and where the Christian worldview was part of the scientific method, you know, when that, or the, the, that gave the purpose, you know, to look and say, this is something that, that God had made and he wants us to know this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you get that in, yeah. <clears throat> in those other, yeah. you know, religions where it's, it's not that God, like that, you know, Islam believes that God made it, yeah. but do they have that same kind of understanding of like, well, God wants us to know his creation. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't know if that's the, the case. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. The, the you know, in, in China, you know, the math, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's still some cool stuff there. Yeah. But uh, but again, it's like what what really has pushed innovation is, is really the Western um, scientific, you know, kind of mm -hmm. foundation, which was founded on okay. that that understanding of like, you know, God made this, that's why I want to know it, like yeah. what Francis Bacon sh uh, said, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like the introduction to all of these, the, the foundation of it was on the Bible. And then um, people from there, like obviously now, I think one of the reasons that a lot of atheists are trying to go into this like field of science and why science has kind of taken over from an atheistic perspective where it's like Christianity doesn't even comport with science anymore. But I think because part of their drive is to disprove Christianity and, and that whole foundation of um, a, a creator of the universe and meaning in the, in the universe. And now obviously atheists, they don't have meaning in the universe. They, they know the uh, how, but they don't know the why. Right. You know? And the why is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the why is the reason for the how. So without that, you're just chasing the wind, really, you know. Right. And you're just going from one thing to another and saying, this happens, but I'm going to take out the whole foundation for why it happens. Sure. And that's probably, um, but it is a reason, I guess, why they would have a purpose still to find sure. the reason. But they're not going to find it because there's no reason outside of God, obviously. And we'll open that up to people if they want to make comments. Yeah. You know, I'd love to hear your yeah. per perspectives on that, too. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we still always love the comments. And we miss the comments if you don't comment. Yes, we do. So that would be Well, maybe I'll just phrase it this way because I think question number two <clears throat> is pretty much what we're talking about. Yeah, okay. How should our knowledge – this is all in the study guide that is underneath the, um, the show notes here. 
How should our knowledge of the biblical view of work and nature affect our own attitudes to research, study of the Bible, and the use of our minds? So knowing scripture, how should that then lead us to using our minds in a way maybe different from someone who doesn't have scripture and is just using their mind but for no real purpose behind it, you know? Sure. Sure. Well, the, and the, the, uh, you know, we talked about this too, um, where, you know, talking about the can, and maybe I'm yes. jumping, jumping okay. ahead of it, okay. but, and the ought, yeah. you know, and that's, that's a, a super important okay, aspect yeah. of the scientific, you know, world. Yeah. We have the ability to do all kinds of things mm-hmm. and science itself, you know, the advancements and things like that are great. Mm-hmm. As long as there is a, a line, you know, where right. it's it, it, where we don't cross. Yeah. And what is that line? Yeah. That line is established by God's yeah. God's law, but by, by His principles. Right. You know, and that's how we have to we have to have that line, you know, and that's where the yeah. the, I think the, um, the line of delineation is between the different worldviews yeah. from a, um, a Christian worldview to an atheistic or a humanistic worldview. There, there is no, there is no, um, like there, standard. there's, there's no standard on that side. And so, uh, so the, the can is always pursued yeah. because there is no ought to stop right, it. Right. You know, so, so there is no morals. So you can do whatever you want. And that is a lot of what he was going over was some of the atrocities in Nazi Germany and what could drive people to do those kind of things. And, and he brought up, and this is, this is the stuff that me personally, I think Darwin, Darwinian evolution is, and I've said this before is really like the foundational truth claim that is against Christianity because it is, it takes the value away from man. And now it makes us equal with animals. And there is no ability to set that line that you shouldn't cross. Mm-hmm. And so if you truly follow that to its end, it's, it, it, it's atrocity. That's what it leads to. Right. Survival and of so, the fittest. Yeah. yeah. And so you, whoever's strongest is the one who's going to be on top, who's going to tell the weak ones or kill the weak ones off or tell them what to do. Or they're going to be and, it, and it's yeah. just a terrible thing. Yeah. So we need that biblical foundation. Yeah. We need that line that tells us we can't cross this. Right. And what I, I wrote down something right here that uh, I think says it a little bit better than if, if I were to try and reiterate it without reading it, um, that Christianity doesn't prevent scientific advancement. And, I'll take a second there to to kind of touch on that. Right now, in the world today, the the if you were to talk to an atheistic scientist, they would they would say that Christianity is <clears throat> it has nothing to do with science. But mm-hmm. the all of the the scientific advancements that the Christ, that the scientists are are using today have been established on because right. of Christian principles. Right. You're ripping that foundation you know, so, out. So to say that Christianity and science have nothing to do with each, yeah. each other is totally ludicrous. Yeah. You know, and it misses what, like, everything they know. If they really look back, you know, right. they could build off of that idea that, well, that had a, uh, Christianity had a big part to play in that. 
So Christianity doesn't prevent scientific advancement, but provides the framework and the boundaries necessary for what's beneficial for the culture. Mm -hmm. And so if you follow those, those boundaries and you set those boundaries or follow the boundaries that God has established, Mm -hmm. then that is going to be the best thing for the culture. And if you get rid of that line, that boundary, that Mm -hmm. framework that God has established. Now you go past that and it becomes not what's good for the culture, Mm -hmm. even though in, you know, you get the elites, that's where the, you know, the experts, you know, will, will be like, they're the ones who are determining, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) The experts say. Yeah. What do they say? So the experts will say that just like the guy in the button, this is what is good for the culture. And, and then, yeah. you know, but, but and there's a ton it, of conditioning. There's no foundation too, for that, for people to believe that. Yeah. yeah. And, and how do they say that? How do you say that? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have a foundation. You don't have a good or bad. Yeah. You don't have an ought. Right. You just have a can. Right. And right. so it's like, so you're determining yeah. yourself what's good for the culture. Right. And we've seen all through the past episodes. And if you look all through history, when the culture is established on finite man, it always ends poorly. Yeah. So it can't sustain itself. Yeah. It's just a truth that you cannot deny if yeah. you look through history. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think you're you're absolutely right, especially that that boundary line. Yeah, it's being crossed, and once it's crossed, like we talked about, the slippery slope. It's not a slippery slope. It's it's uh, it's a cliff. Because look at all of the um, the societal and ethical um, concerns that we have in our day today. Um, you look at um, racism. You look at eugenics, euthanasia. Um, are drugs okay? You know, um, artificial insemination. You know, even things like that. It's like all of these questions are completely answered when you realize um, that humans are made in the image of God. That whole race of humans is on equal standing in God's eyes. And so then from racism, no, can't be, because we are all of the same race. Um, And you look at um, eugenics or euthanasia, you know, trying to decrease the population or if anybody is is older, why do we keep, even even if they're suffering, you know, why would we keep um, elderly people alive? Because they're made in God's image. And this is, and so God has a purpose for them just like for every other human we're on the same level and because that's the absolute standard there is no question about whether or not we should do that you know um and so obviously for abortion or things like that too you also look at like this like the the bible's way of living fits with nature as well um i was talking about romans chapter one where paul is talking about um the gentiles who don't have the law at all and yet they still are doing things that are right because they know intrinsically because God has made it known to them. It says um, that there is a God and that they should worship him and give him thanks. But instead of doing that, what do they do? They deny what is the natural use of, um, it says the natural use of the woman. And instead men with men doing things that are shameful, obviously talking about homosexuality. So it's not derogatory towards like the people in terms of their, 
homosexuals or like that kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 this is going against nature. You know this to be true sure. because God has made um, the, the parts to, to, to fit, obviously, for a reason. And so, um, so when we just follow what God says, it fits with what our conscience already knows because God has made it plain to us. Now, when we see people sinning in the world and, and in society saying things that clearly go against God's word, we know that this is wrong for society as well because God's word, like Jamie said, it always will bring the, what is best for society. And <clears throat> that's why when, we're, when we stand up for the rights of the unborn or we stand up against um, homosexual marriage, we're not doing that because we don't like you know the people. But um, we're doing that because we know that's not good for society or the people there because God knows what's best for us. And he is the creator of all of, of everybody and has made them for a specific purpose. And to go against that purpose will only bring destruction. Sure. You know. Yeah. So. In that passage, too, like um, it says that you can't deny the existence of God mm -hmm. because you see his right. creation. Right. You know, and we forget that. You know, the um, not only are the like the tangible things his creation, but it's the rules that are his yeah. creation also. And, and we sure, know yeah. what they are. Right. You know, you know, if you do these things, yeah. they produce certain things. Yeah. You know? Like in uh, section three here, the scientific aspects of biblical influence. He talks about Oppenheimer and Whitehead and uh, um, and how uh, they had biblical biblical foundations of of the scientific revolution, and with Whitehead, um, you know, I started to think about you know because he was talking about like math, mathematicians, things like that, and in the the where they were talking about um, how math, I think it was Whitehead who said it that the if you look at it mathematically you know, uh, Darwinian evolution mathematically, mm -hmm. it, it really is impossible. Right. And, you know, right. and, and if you look online, you'll see people who will be like, well, that, that isn't true, all that, you know, uh, things like that. But then uh, if you look at some of the current mathematicians, William Dembski, um, David Berlinski, both yeah. of these guys are like sick Love mathematicians. And I know that uh, Dembski is a Christian. Okay. Berlinski is not. Right. He's, He's kind of a Jewish theist, or? maybe. Okay. You know, and uh, so, but for him, it's it's just like he just looks at it from an empirical yeah. point of view and says there just isn't enough time. Right. Right. And so, you know, and uh, so that's just something that that kind of stuck out to me. And uh, also in the um, letter D of the uh, section three. Um, Schaefer brings up the Christian emphasis on an ordered creation reflects nature of reality right. and is therefore acted upon in all cultures, regardless of what they say their right. worldview is. Yeah. And that's kind of what we were talking yeah. about. You know, the, that if you like we right now, you know, if you look at culture, people are just trying to live outside of reality, mm -hmm. you know, and it's never fruitful. You know, but they have to, it, like, reality catches up. Yeah. And so, you know, the reality of things is God's, yeah. God's perfect, uh, established way of doing things. Yeah. It's just what's real. Yeah. Yeah, what I was going to say before is uh, the person who is not a believer in God 
will still follow the foundational principles of the scriptures, whether they know it or not. Because look at somebody in the world today who is, oh, you're just, you're a bigot if you say this about this group or whatever. Okay, well, you're saying that what we are saying is something wrong, which means that you believe in objective morality then, because you're saying that this is wrong, meaning that there's a right and there's a wrong. Right there, you are assuming that there is an objectively right or wrong. But if you don't believe in God, then what is the, what is the reason for there to be any right or wrong? So... Um, even it's like it's like saying um, there is no right and wrong, or there is no absolute statement. Right. You know, when it's that's an absolute right. statement. You know, right. so it's like you really can't help to um, to just recognize that God's laws are already built in inherently to um, to your thinking. Whether you sure. you know whether you, you could you could trade that truth, which is what Romans one is talking about. You exchange the truth of that for a lie and you serve other um, beings, which is why I think humans are so driven to worship of something. You know, it's very, very hard, and some people would say impossible to be a true atheist because you're, you're just worshiping yourself at that point or science or whatever it is. You're always giving yourself over to something else. And, um, <clears throat> but in Romans 1, where it says they exchange the truth of God that they know to be true, they exchange it for the lie, and instead they worship the creature rather than the creator, which we see all the time and now i think instead of serving the creature with you know idols which they would have done back in the bible days more now i think the um the idol that has become the god of the american culture outside of god is the idol of self and whatever you know whatever you want whatever you know what's best for yourself you're good just the way you are you're perfect Uh, nobody can tell you that you're wrong you know that and that is the worship of yourself that's why you're going down into uh, you see the degradation of the culture because that is not a foundation that will stand up to any sure. sort of um, societal needs and changes and the human condition you know sure that brings um, meaninglessness yeah. you know um, not understanding purpose you know it, it leads to all of it will that. not answer the questions yeah, yeah because the fundamental based on questions of reality exactly. you know and 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 as we looked at in the past and, and gone over yeah. many times. This whole study has been about yeah, that. Yeah, is, is that you you cannot build a lasting, um, free society that's good for everyone yep. if you build it on finite things. Right. It just does yep. not work. It has to be transcended. That's what we're seeing over and over yep. and over. Yep. You know, you have an authoritarian state yep. or you have a... a a situation where the culture just degrades into nothingness. Yeah, you know, and uh, and then just somebody else comes in and right. takes over, and right. you lose it. You know, right. but but it's just so real. Um, and uh, it's another another statement that that Francis made on this um, this worksheet. Not all early scientists were individually Christian, right. but all lived within Christian thought forms. This gave a base for science to continue and develop. Yeah. Which is very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, because yep. <clears throat> it's like the, the, the reality is the reality, yeah. you know, and that's really what science is doing. If we're looking for truth, then we're going to, we have to follow the rules. Yeah. You're not making things up as you do science. Yeah. And that's where, you know, when you hear um, scientists or, you know, uh, people on the media or whatever talk about different schools of thought 
in science, like say uh, the uh, is it Discovery Institute maybe, um, but a, but it's intelligent design. I think it's the Discovery Institute. Okay. It's a, a t intelligent design. It's just scientists, mathematicians, people who who just not have a hard Christian. time. Not necessarily Christian, but who are looking at the science that's out there today and they're challenging it. Yeah. And instead of saying, "Hey, that's a different school of thought. Let's go through that." Yeah. Is this is this something that that uh, should that be on the really, table? Yeah. That yeah. really like um, challenges this. Is are we doing the science properly? Are we looking at it from the the right perspective um, and doing the proper tests and all that stuff? But instead of that, it, it they you know the world just calls it pseudoscience. They shoot, shoot it down. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and it's like, well. That's not science. That's yeah. not that's not how science works. Right, right. And it's that's not super how, frustrating. That's not how bacon wanted it to be. <clears throat> no. You know? How do you like your bacon? <laughs> I like you as my, my baconian <laughs> pastor. <laughs> the best kind of bacon. Ah, you would yes. make good bacon. You have, you have pigs, right? No. <laughs> oh you don't? <laughs> not anymore, uh, no. Uh. <clears throat> They're in my freezer. Oh. Uh, so, so you eat bacon. Yes. Yeah, but that does go against the scientific method, doesn't it? To yeah. butcher your own pigs. <laughs> yeah, does it? Um, to shoot down a um, theory. Like, say intelligent design is just a theory. Sure. Which it is. You know, sure. They're, they're looking at it that yeah. way. Yeah. Then if you're following the scientific method, you would have to look into that, right? Sure. It's not pseudoscience. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's we're looking for truth. Right, right. It's like, okay. Bacon said roughly that science ought to just observe and catalog everything. And the patterns and laws would emerge and become evident through that. Okay. Hmm. But he didn't say much about how scientists would know. So it is different from the scientific method. Because right. the scientific method goes into more detail about the particulars. Right. Bacon <laughs> is just saying, look, you see something in the world. Um, and so science should just observe everything, catalog everything, and then let the patterns and laws that would emerge become evident through that. So that would definitely fall under... Um, intelligent design sure. would certainly fall under the category of the Baconian <laughs> um, method then. Here's all the raw data we see. Okay. What is a good um, best explanation? Under, uh, best understanding. Of yeah. It. What's yeah. the best explanation for that? <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. So it is not scientific to deny uh, intelligent design. No. Or at least to deny <laughs> talking about it. No, know? because true science has no ego. You know, right, has right. no. Uh, but scientists then. have ego. Yes, they because do. the experts say, yeah. "Trust us." <laughs> no matter what you're seeing, right? Or no matter what you. Uh, Did we touch on the that? The truth comes to. You know the the whole idea that the, you know, at the time the scientists and and today we see it. Scientists are, are just seen as knowing, what's real, right? And so they're not questioned. Right. I think we did touch on it. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, so, so we talked about the ethical concerns cause it shifted from God to Darwinian evolution. Really? That's, I mean, that, like you said, that really is the biggest change in the scientific age. Sure. Once, once, um, molecules to man evolution became the norm, then God kind of started to take a back seat. And then you see all of the things with, um, well, you do see the mass murders, you know, and um, in the concentration camps and things like that, because survival of the fittest, you know, we are the greatest race or whatever. And um, 
And Schaefer was definitely drawing a comparison to, you know, Hitler's Germany and survival of the fittest. Sure. Which there, there is clear, um, you know, documentation of that. Definitely having a, a factor into that. Not treating all humans as equal. Sure. You know. Well, and, and we talked about this in the class, too. Like the, what, what would, you know, what, what message was being presented to the people, like in Nazi Germany? And um, to to cause them to yeah. to turn on their own people oh, that, and, and those kind of things, but yeah, I, I was thinking that it, you know when Darwinian evolution came out, I think it tended to be kind of like a fad, you know, not not a fad in a sense, but um, it was the new thing. It was the new thing, right? And it was like, oh, that's what the the experts say, right? At the time, but that, that's what it was, you know, so it was like, you know, you had all of this science mm-hmm. coming up to this point mm-hmm. and with the Christian foundation and then Darwinian evolution, Darwin comes and presents his theory and then, you know, and everybody was kind of like, at least from what I've read, was kind of like, oh, oh, well, okay, well, that, must, that, that must be the science yeah. because the experts say that. Yeah. And so it, it got just pushed in culture. It became to, it became accepted, and I I I would think was very poorly understood, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was another kind of an uh, um, an excuse mm-hmm. for people to say, "Well, I don't have to follow those precepts of right, God right. anymore because, eh, you know." Maybe yeah. there isn't a God. Right. Maybe, you know, he's maybe maybe there is a God, but he just started the process. And now we just, you know, we came right. from this and, right. you know, because the experts said that this yeah. is how it's come out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, it definitely, so at the it time. It was over time. You know, it took yeah. a lot of time to. Yeah. And so it was it 70 years, right? Yeah. Um, by the time Nazi Germany got to that point. Yeah. And, uh, but it's just, you know, so there's a reality to. To, to that, that the culture didn't know really anything, mm-hmm. you know, didn't have what we have today to be able to look everything up and to challenge the thought that yeah. was coming down. Yeah. And, and at the time, I, I forget when it was. <clears throat> a matter of fact, I think it was in the 1800s with, with John Dewey and, the, and the, um, pushing you know, this humanistic kind of worldview in the schools, mm-hmm. like it all kind of came together. Right. And uh, I, I might be wrong on the dates. I, I think yeah. John Dewey was in the 1800s, <clears throat> uh, late, late 1800s. Um, <clears throat> but we can look them up. Yeah. <clears throat> what do we got? What do we got? 1859 to 1952. There you go. So, so, so he would have early had 1900s influence, probably. Right. Had influence in the early 1900s. Yeah. So for sure in the schools. You yeah. Know, so all of that comes into play. To build that worldview yeah. that is, we don't need those those principles of God anymore. Yeah. So it still is it's just is, interesting. Yeah. Oh, know, definitely. It's how all st- that comes together. It's still hard <clears throat> for me to understand how a entire society could follow Hitler, and not and not just him, but you know, you think of any dictator, even True. today, you know. Um, but that's the, the third question here, and maybe you guys can, some people who are more historically sound than me in terms of this. I was saying I used to know, uh, I, I used to know somebody who was a teacher in high school, and she taught, literally the class that she taught was 
Hitler's like rise to power in World War Two. So there's a lot there. So you know, there's, I'm sure there's a ton of nuances too, um, because if you just like from my you know pea brain to to just think about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people marching in rank to serve this guy, I'm like, how like how do you get society to 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 be like that, especially when they're not all just like sheep. Sure. Like, like people like don't think, you know, they are like smart, intellectual people, you know, in, in, in Germany. So that's what question number three is all about. Does this segment help you to understand how and why men of great intellectual refinement in Nazi Germany could accept what was going on? Um, <clears throat> I get the importance of worldview and how it can change sure. even a society. We, we see that in every society, but it's still hard to believe, you know, that um, in such a short amount of time, you know, even even if it was 70 years or whatever, you could go from Germany being, um, you know, normal, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, the reformer, you know. Yeah, reformer, Luther, Luther yeah, and Luther. the reformers, yeah, in Germany. And then from there going to Hitler's Germany, you know. So I'm obviously, you know, it's it's hard. I can't make that connection. Sure. Um, it's, it's hard for me to, to know how that could have happened, um, yeah. even though I know that. The worldview, when you take God out of the equation, of course, you know, that would be one of the logical conclusions of that. But still, it's still hard to believe, you know. Well, this would be good. I I would encourage people to really think through this, you know, and think about uh, what was going on in the culture at the time. And then uh, also look at our culture today, you know, because there there are some things that I think are are kind of telling, you know, there there were things then and in all of these, you know, these situations where there is this genocide that goes on in a culture uh, of making the people n- look evil and not yeah. human. Right, less than human. You know, and so, so there, there's a reality to that. And, and you know, to, to kind of bring that to, to today, you know, if you look at, you know what what people are saying what the the media is saying what the the administration you know is saying about people who you know believe that trump won the election or the election was stolen Mm -hmm. or believe that that people should have the ability to speak their mind whatever like um that we should have our freedoms you know um you we can be labeled white supremacist Mm -hmm. if if we say something like um you know the the, the race isn't a thing like a problem in our country. It's mm-hmm. something that that yeah, there is racism, but it's not systemic. Right. You know. Well, yeah. that's white supremacist. You know. Yeah. And and not only that, but <coughs> it's that those things are evil, mm-hmm. and now we become evil. You know right. the the conservatives, the alt right, the the people on the right, you know, um, are called evil. You know, it's like, yeah. it's kind of like the, just the, that language is that so bad Yeah, because that's what was going on. Yeah. That's what went on in, in uh, Rwanda, mm-hmm. you know, with the Hutus and the Tutsis. That's what went on in Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. you know, and it was this degradation of the people to be, you know, that they're wicked, that they're evil, that they're causing all the problems and that eventually they become less than human that they're rats and they're they're you know they're they're all of these things and then when you get people to believe that yeah people will do anything yeah you know to eradicate 
the evil from the world, you know, sure. because now yeah. it's a righteous thing. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the crazy part right. to turn people from, well, I could never do that yeah. to I'm doing, I'm doing I'm what's right. Doing what's right. I'm yeah. saving my country. Yeah. I'm saving my, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. I could see so it. crazy. I think I could see it more obviously in a cult <clears throat> or like yeah. the Jim Jones thing, right? With the Kool-Aid where he had people that were like, he's, he's manipulating them, but it's a small segment of people, you know, it's just hard for me to see the, see you know, the whole country. Yeah. And he's got in the video, you know, just thousands of, you know, children, but also, you know, just, you know, regular people. Um, but I think it also probably has to do with um, how unified they were as a country. And we see now how unity does not always mean good because um, you, you could be united under incredibly um, demonic things. Um, but we're not unified in that way in America where we're in lockstep, you know, marching all together or whatever, you know, maybe like the army is like that, you know, but, um, so that's probably why, you know, my like 21st century American mindset, I, I don't even, I can't really understand that whole culture being of completely of one mind, you know, um, it's scary, you know, to think about that and. That's why I think we we do have to keep our freedoms, freedom of speech. Yeah, absolutely, you know? man. Uh, yeah. Can't get rid of that stuff. Yeah. Well, this is good. We'd encourage you to definitely go to bornagainbaking.com. Yes. I'd also like to encourage you folks to go to uh, friendsoftodayschoice.org. Mm -hmm. And this is a uh, women's center that, that we support. And uh, they're in Newton, New Jersey. And you can go there. You can donate mm -hmm. and they're doing a great work for for young women uh yep. who are struggling with their pregnancy yep. and they're offering ultrasounds encouraging the young women to to keep their children and then they they provide help after that you know they have um the, the help with clothing the help with diapers mm -hmm. you know doing doing what they can mm -hmm. you know and this is a good thing so this this is a woman center uh, you know you call it a you know crisis pregnancy center sure, kind of yeah. place but uh but the, the they have nurses on staff they, yeah. they really do a great job so we'd encourage you to go to friends of today's org and uh donate yeah pray All for right? them yeah and pray for them yeah. for sure for the freedom to um, be able to continue to do that you know and uh so so this was a good night this is good subject matter yeah come I on think. out next week so yeah please we'd love to see you guys come out and uh please share this mm -hmm. you know like it comment on it yeah and uh we'd love to hear what you have to say and uh come yeah. up with some more topics too if yeah. you have for us um something that maybe you're going through or some of your friends have brought up to you you know and you want some good answers or at least some answers that two of these buffoons can sure <laughs> can research for you yeah. now that we can go through together you know yeah for from sure a, from a biblical worldview so for sure. And uh, we will be touching on some of those yes. things that have been presented to us before. Again, we are going through a series now. When so. we go through a series, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Seriously uh, tough. Seriously. But uh, anyway, so uh, we just, uh, again, thank you for, for watching. And, uh, and remember that the gates of hell <laughs> will not prevail against the Church of Christ. And that's what the true the experts say. Yes. The only true experts exactly. in the world. Amen. Amen.